let's look ahead to Wednesday. In the NBA, there are, hey, only six games on. A bit of a light volume Wednesday. Michael Bolton, is that pretty good? Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I celebrate Boxing Day by sitting in front of my Jeff Fennec shrine. I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball, on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball, and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account and use the code LockedOnNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Be a double banger. Watch the video, listen to the audio. Mow the lawn with the audio on, came back, came back in with the kids, get the family around, put the video up on the big screen. You can see my head, you can see this nice little, what color would you call this? I would call it like an aqua shirt, but maybe it's more turquoise. Is turquoise the more green one? Anyway, that doesn't matter, but you can look at my lovely colored shirt on the video side. Subscribe, thumbs up, notifications, bang, bang, bang. We know how to do it. That was actually a triple bang. Pretty cool. Right. Oh, I'm an idiot. All right, let's um, let's look at what we're looking at for Wednesday, six games on. So what injuries do we have? As always, things are fluid across the NBA. We are not expecting Marco Fultz to be available, but of course, I don't officially know, but you know, I know he's not going to be playing. Benny Simmons is going to be out for the Nets. We did get the official update on Lonnie Walker, who is coming back from a hamstring injury. Now he's dealing with an illness, so he's going to be missing um, both the games, Tuesday, Wednesday on the back-to-back. So we've got that confirmed. Jericho Sims is going to be out. Um, we do know that... Um, well, no, we don't. Well, I expect that Muxy Kleber is going to be out for the um, uh, Dallas Mavericks. I don't have anything official on Kyrie Irving yet. I don't think he's going to play. Uh, they've got a back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday. They're the only team with the Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. I'd be pretty surprised if Kyrie came back and played both of those games. But I, I think his return is coming this week. But who knows? Who knows? Um... I've got Daniel Gallinari listed as doubtful because it is a back-to-back. So I don't expect that he plays on Wednesday. He is going to play on Tuesday. I don't expect he plays Wednesday. And that's the same with DeLon Wright, who's off the injury report for Tuesday. But he's coming off a significant knee injury. So I think he'll play Tuesday and sit on Wednesday. I've got Joe Ingles listed as questionable. He is out on Tuesday. So we'll see whether he plays on Wednesday. I've got him questionable. I had Joel Embiid and Nick Batum both as questionable. They are both out now. They have been ruled out for Wednesday's game. So no Embiid, no Batum, same as on Christmas Day. Jalen Suggs is playing on Tuesday. He's starting for the Magic. I had He was questionable when I created this. So I expect that this is a risk problem. I expect unless he aggravates it on Tuesday, he will play Tuesday and Wednesday, but we'll leave him with that sort of asterisk uh, questionable tag. Yanni Antetokounmpo has popped up on the injury report as questionable. Didn't really um, expect that one. Giannis is questionable with a calf issue, so watch that one. I've got Tari Eason as questionable. Now, Eason is playing on Tuesday, but we've seen him sit back-to-backs with the lower leg soreness, so he's probably actually a little bit closer to doubtful, to be honest. The Bronco Jalen Williams is ill. He is questionable for Tuesday's game, so I'm going to put the questionable tag on him for Wednesday as well. Jakaras Levert is questionable officially. 
Now he wasn't official there, and Donovan Mitchell is also officially questionable with the illness. Sam Merrill has been downgraded to doubtful. So there is an opportunity there for, if all those guys are out, we're really hard streaming Craig Porter. But we don't know at this point. So Okoro is in the mix, but Laverta Mitchell will be there, and maybe they won't be, and then Craig can jump in. What we do know is that Milk will be out. Um, Ty Jerome, he won't play. We've got that one. Um, will Echo ever play again? Who knows? Um, Josh Green is, I'm going to list questionable. I, I probably think that's closer to doubtful, to be honest. We haven't had a real strong update. Now, they're not great at giving updates to the Mavericks. Um, but I think there is a chance Green plays. I think it's more likely than not that he doesn't. On the probable side, this is, again, a prediction, a, a projection for me. It it sounded like that Yusuf Nurkic was going to rejoin the team on Tuesday. So that would make me think that he is available and ready to play on Wednesday. So I'm going to put him with a temporary probable tag. And I've got Josh Giddy there as probable. Now, Giddy is playing on Tuesday with the ankle injury. We'll see how it responds. Maybe it flares up. So that's why I think I'm pretty sure he's going to play on Wednesday. That's what the probable tag is. The official designation of probable is 25%. Oh, sorry, 75% in, 25% out. In reality, it's like 93% in, 7% out. So that's sort of how I'm viewing this Giddy situation that he is playing Tuesday. So I fully expect that he plays Wednesday, but I'm not going to be 100% on that one. But that, that's where we sit with that one. Like I said, the only back-to-back across Wednesday, Thursday is the Dallas Mavericks. So those guys like, um, in particular, Kyrie, you've got that risk that you wouldn't think that he'd play in both of them. So to get the extra day off Wednesday, maybe you return on Thursday. I would imagine if Josh Green is available, his is an elbow problem, that he would be okay and he would be ready to go um, if you know, if he is healthy and playing both the games. In terms of the streams of the day, I had to redo this list a million times today as news came in. But for 10-teamers, Derek Lively is still available. He should not be. He's like available in 38% of leagues, I think it is. It's He should not be. So just make sure that he's not available. For the 12-teamers, I had about three guys who are all sat with a similar sort of value proposition. In the end, I'm going to go with Grayson Allen. He's delivering. He was great on Christmas. He's only 44% rostered. He should have been picked up when Beal hurt his ankle a week and a half ago. As I stressed a million times this show, I'm sure you guys don't have Allen available. I said, don't worry about the two-game week. They've got great quality games, a great schedule. He's got a great opportunity. He's got to be added. The 14-team stream is Derek Jones, who is going to continue to start, even when Kyrie returns. He was great on Christmas Day. The 16-teamer is Corey Kispert mainly because it's hard to find a good 16-team league player, and he's probably going to get 23, 24 minutes, and Gallinari and Wright are unlikely to play. And then my points league is Yahoo and ESPN. I could have chucked a couple other names in there, but I, I do think that Grayson Allen is probably going to be the best bet out of that group to be the points league stream of the day, 44%, rostered 56% available. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors has teamed up with me, and the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network to help you get the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. So when you're out there scouting the waiver wire, we're going to help you get some players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. Let's talk about Isaiah Hartenstein. He almost made my 10-team stream of the day, but Derek Lively just pipped him. He's still available in over 35% of leagues, Hartenstein. I don't know that Mitch Robinson's coming back this season. I don't think he is. But regardless, it's such a long stretch that Hartenstein has got this big minute role. He is not going to blow us away because Tom Thibodeau will not allow usage and assists to run through him, but he'll get rebounds, he'll block shots, he'll be efficient, he'll score okay. There's just no excuse for not rostering Isaiah Hartenstein at this point. A huge, huge value opportunity to grab him. And while some of these things that we talk about, they're not always going to guarantee you a championship. They're not. Uh, Hartenstein's got a big chance of being a key part 
of a fantasy championship because of that value. And eBay Motors knows that a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit, and that is the same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts available on eBay Motors for your number one ride or die, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever it is your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber and not cash. Well, you know what they say about eBay Motors. Let's ride. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit only available to US customers, eligible items only, and exclusions apply. So we've done the streams of the day. Let's go in now and check out what is on my radar for these six games. The first game we look at is the Toronto Raptors and the Washington Wizards. There are a lot of teams coming off a Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back here as well. Be aware of that. For the Raptors, we did the earlier buy low, sell high show. Go check that out if you haven't. And OG Ananobi was on the buy low list because at some point, at some point it has to change. He's got to get a couple of more shots. He's got to get at some point a steal. So let's watch. Are they just going to completely marginalize him? Has he 100% checked out? Is he going to be traded at some point? I don't know. But it's, it's bad. Let's watch it. On the Wizards side, it is a back-to-back for them. Like I said, I don't expect that we have Gallinari or that we have DeLon Wright playing on Wednesday. In terms of streams, Gary Trent is getting a lot more minutes at the moment. Sometimes he cuts into Schroeder. Sometimes he cuts into Jakob Pertl. We obviously want to watch Pertl's minutes because they're being all over the shop. And Trent is pushing up. I am considering streaming him in in 12 teams. I think I might have done it in one league for uh, some of the Raptors games coming up because I had a spot. Yeah, I think I did. Anyway. Beside the point, for the Wizards, Corey Kispert's probably the stream guy there. I'm a little worried with how they're utilizing Bilal Kulabali at the moment. A little bit hard to trust his production. If he was a 30-minute-a-night guy guaranteed, which he isn't, I'd be more into it. But they're dropping his minutes down. And in the, when they're in competitive games, which it probably is against Toronto, they marginalize Bilal, which is stupid. But it's the Wizards, man. Like You expect stupid. The next game is the Philadelphia 76ers and the Orlando Magic. Uh-huh. No Embiid, no Batum. We're watching Kelly Oubre because this is another opportunity for Oubre to cook. Getting more shot attempts in that starting lineup with no Batum, no Embiid. He was pretty good on Christmas Day. You know I don't view him as a long-term asset because when he's not getting a lot of shots, he does jack shit. But he's going to get a lot of shots. And the value is here for him. So you maybe try to parlay this into a sell high on him. For the streams, it is Paul Reed. Yes, it did not work particularly well on Christmas Day. That happens. Four fouls, eight minutes. That's, that's what's got him. He had one foul for the rest of the game. He's still, even though Mo Bumba scored well, Reed is still a better player than Bumba. And if Reed isn't in foul trouble, I still expect that he plays more than Bumba. And he's still the guy that I look to to stream. You could consider Bumba in very deep leagues. You could consider Marcus Morris. Nurse is shuffling that bench rotation around quite a bit, but I feel that Reed will get that opportunity again. And then for the Magic, Isaac is out on Tuesday. I'm guessing part of that is back-to-back related, and I think he will play. And you can stream him in when you're looking for defensive stats. But just watch the status of Joe Ingles, where the Suggs plays. Does Fultz return from the dead? What do they do with the three-center group? There's a lot to watch there for the Orlando Magic in this game. In terms of the next one, it is the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets, another team on a back-to-back here. I featured Punch Bob Shiplock, Bobby Portis, on the Buy Low, Sell High show earlier today. He is shooting the absolute lights out. Sky-high free throws, two-pointers, three-pointers. His minutes have pushed up. He's putting up really good numbers. And I just think all of that stuff is going to crash down. And I think that if he doesn't shoot well, he will end up losing playing time. But let's watch his role. Let's watch the shooting. 
Let's see how the production looks in another game. In terms of streams, Leaky Beasley's been dropped in a lot of leagues. Absolutely rightfully so. I dropped him in one. I think I only had him in two. I think I might have dropped him in two 12-team leagues because he's gotten cold. And he played 19 minutes last game. He could play 30 minutes in this one, no problem. And when you're looking at a guy who's a starter, who's available in leagues now, as he again, as he rightfully should, and it's part of the reason when these guys get cold, you drop them because there's just an abundance of these three-point streamers. Gary Trent, for example. If you want someone who can get you 18 points with four threes, you might have five different guys every day that, that are available to do that. And that's what Beasley is at the moment. So he's a good stream, but not someone we have to hold through everything. And then for the Nets, Dorian Finney-Smith, he's never going to blow us away. He's going to put little bits and pieces of numbers out there. He'll put you know, solid production across the board, but that's realistically about it. Oh, it's my voice cracks. That's realistically about it, but that does still make a useful player to stream in, especially when there are times when someone like a Cam Thomas in the starting line might struggle and they pull him out early and Finney Smith goes in and with Ben Simmons unavailable, Finney Smith has more of a, um, more of a runway to be able to provide that value um, consistently. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Game Time app. Tickets, events, we love it. We're at Christmas time. Maybe you are flush with a little bit of extra cash. You got gifts. You went, ah, I wouldn't mind treating myself to go and see some legitimate theater. Well, if you want those tickets, Game Time does it. They got the flash deals. They'll, they'll chuck it on your phone. Bang, flash. Boo, boo, boo. There you go. Alert noise. And they go, well, we've got something cracking in your area tonight. Do you want to go? And you go, why not? I'll do it. Plus, you've also got the peace of mind on Game Time where whatever the price is of the tickets, whether it's 69, 69, you see that price. You go, well, I know this is going to be the price. They're not going to tack on extra charges, processing fees, holiday fees, seasonal affective disorder development research fund fees. It's not going to happen. Whatever the price is, is the price of the tickets over on GameTime. And that is why you take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. So download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's bring this big boy home. Um, Phoenix and Houston, things are um, stinky in Phoenix at the moment. They're pretty bad and I want to know what's going on. Has Kevin Durant checked out? All these rumors that Woj reporting that he's complaining about the... Um, the supporting cast and there's you know, not enough assets to go and help. Like, bro, that's because you're there. You depleted them of all those assets. And Durant's getting on my nerves this season. He's on the Buy Low show today, if you want to go check that out. But how he and Devin Booker respond, Booker seems pissed. Durant seems like he doesn't care. Let's see how Booker responds. He's had a bit of a drop-off over the last week or so. We need him to get back in action. On the Rockets side of things, it is a back-to-back for them, so watch that. And be careful of the Tari Eason absence. For streaming, it is and still remains Grayson Allen on the Phoenix side. With Yusuf Nurkic likely back, we don't need to go and rush to add Shemezi Metu. We don't need to go back to the Drew Eubanks well. Allen's the guy, followed by Eric Gordon. And on Houston, there's not many 45% or below rostered guys. Dylan Brooks is above that. He, he's a good streamer. Tari Eason's available. He's excellent, obviously. But the guy we want to watch is Amen Thompson. I do think that if Jalen Green continues to suck the way that he does, there is an opportunity maybe in a month for Amen to take 25 a night and get minutes away from Jalen. I'm not saying that we add Amen Thompson and stash him. I don't believe that's true. But Green sucks and Amen's look good. So as a deep league streamer at least, 
and also just for a name to keep an eye on to see how he looks. The Knicks and the Thunder. Rowan Barrett can't really get 30 minutes a night at the moment. We obviously don't roster him. Jack? Get that garbage out of here! In, in categories. In points leagues, you, you can. But he's just now in that mix. The Josh Hart, DiVincenzo, Emmanuel Quickly, RJ Barrett quartet with Grimes on the outside looking in where you just can't predict anything that they do. I'm going to watch Barrett here to see if he changes my mind. He won't, but let's see how those minutes shake out once more. In terms of streams, Josh Hart is 41% rostered, meaning he's always a good streamer and not someone you want to hold on to. He could have three points or he could go 10, 8, and 6 with two steals. That's why it's very hard to just hold. His averages don't suggest you should. And picking his game where he's going to be okay is hard to do as well. On the Thunder side, it is a back-to-back. So I do expect that Josh Giddy plays, but there's a chance that Jalen Williams doesn't play one of the two games. I wouldn't be looking at Cason Wallace, but Lou Dort as a starter, just getting a shot or two more, it might hurt you, obviously. In points leagues, it's useful to get those extra shots for him, but he's at least worth streaming. He can have the big 21-point game with seven threes on 90% shooting, or he can go four points on 11% shooting. We know what he is. That's why we don't want to hold him through everything. We just try it in emergency situations, and it does help if one of Giddy or Jalen Williams is out, but at this point, we don't know that. Cleveland and Dallas, finally a game that doesn't involve a team on a back-to-back. Karis LeVert's the guy I want to watch on Cleveland because it's been really disappointing for him. He played 35 minutes and then Garland got hurt and they went, nah, you're probably a 26-minute and I go. Like, we try to make a lot of moves. I know I've said this before on logic and it makes sense. Well, okay, LeVert, big game, big minutes. Garland hurt, it's going to do more. Nah, less. It makes no sense. You can't get in, you can't justify logic throughout it and anything. So we want to see what Levert's role is. He's coming back from a knee injury. Does he play? Does Mitchell play? How does it all look? Is he still a must-roster guy? I think for points he is. Categories, I'm not even sure. And then on the Dallas side, Tim Hardaway's putting up really good numbers. Now, of course, we're going to watch Luca because he's been dominating. This is a huge stretch from Luca. Huge. Also, remember, Luca two-game week in the playoffs. And if you use my recommended playoff schedule, two-game week in the finals. And while he's rolling like this, if you could flip him for Shea, uh, I'd do that. If you could flip him for Jokic, you literally might be able to with the way that he played after yesterday. I would consider that a side point. Hardaway, big role at the moment. I'd expect when Kyrie returns, which I don't think will be here, but I expect when Kyrie returns, Hardaway will go back to being a drop. But with the nice little schedule here for the Mavs at the moment, he's rolling. Let's let's see the minutes and let's see how it goes next to Exum and next to um, Derek Jones. In terms of streams, I've got Isaac Okoro there, but... If we hear Mitchell is out, it's Craig Porter. Craig Porter's the stream, but at this point, I don't know that. And then Exum for the Mavericks, although Derek Jones is right behind him. And even Tim Hardaway, if he was available, would be a very, very strong um, stream option. If you look at the chunks, there's no reason for me to put two-for-ones up. It's just Mavericks players who play Wednesday, Thursday. In terms of the chunks, this is the rest of the week. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we're looking at the quality game days, which is Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, a high volume day, unlikely to stream. So where's the value? Well, you can obviously see the Mavericks with Dante Exum and Derek Jones playing three quality games over the final five days of this week. They have Wednesday, Thursday, and then uh, I think they play Saturday again. So a really strong stretch from them. And then the Lakers have the Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, three games in four nights. So they don't play on Wednesday, but you can get ahead of it a little bit with someone like a Torian Prince, a Rui Hachimura. I'm not as interested in Jared Vanderbilt, but... If he plays 24 minutes a night as a starter, that's approximately 75 minutes on three out of the final four nights of the week for one waiver ad with a high volume day in the middle. That's not even a pseudo back-to-back. That's a, that's a pseudo back-to-back-to-back, which 75 minutes, let's say he has eight points a game, like 24 points, 
25 rebounds, four assists, three steals, three blocks, good percentages. That's worth one waiver pickup. So while you look at his individual numbers, go, that's pretty shitty. But if you're preserving value, even though it's shitty, just think about what three games worth of value gets you. And that's why we've got Exum, Jones, Prince, Hachimura, and Vando. And then in the middle there is the rabbit hunter, Alex Caruso, who's only got two quality games, but he's just good enough, I think, to be in that mix where those two games count and they matter. And with Levine still sidelined, we're there. Let's look at the 10-team streamers at the top of the board, two centers who just shouldn't be available. Derek Lively at 61% and Isaiah Hartenstein at 61. Kelly Oubre is 46% rostered, so he's just got to be added with these guys out, at least short-term, got to add him. And then Paul Reed at 21%. Yes, it might not work, but the opportunity is there. And we've seen him, I think before yesterday, um, in his three games that he'd played over 20 minutes, and I remember he only started one of the games and beated Miss Pryor, and he came off the bench in the other two, but he averaged 25 minutes. I think he averaged in those games 12 and 8 with like 1.5 steals, 1.3 blocks, which is obviously a great fantasy line for categories especially. So we will take 25 minutes in him getting that. Grayson Allen, yep, good stream. And Derek Jones, good stream. So some pretty pretty valuable guys that are available in a lot of different spots. For 12-teamers, the next bunch of guys, Eric Gordon, DiVincenzo, who can have a good one, can have a stinker. We know what it's like. Shout out to Gennaro Gattuso. Um, Isaac Okoro at 11. Throw Craig Porter's name in that mix if Don Mitchell is out. Lou Dort, Gaz Trent, and Corey Kispert. You can see even Lou Dort's a points and threes play. You can find some points and threes, guys. Gordon, DiVincenzo, Dort, Trent, Kispert. Okoro's not that guy. DiVincenzo does a little bit more at times, but the, that is just an ability to find some. And they're not going to be strong, big value scorers, but they can be. They can get 18 points. They can get 16 points, but they can hit two to three triples, three three to four triples pretty easily. Deeper leagues, we go to Bilal Kulabali, who's 80, he's 14% rostered, 86% available because they're limiting his minutes, which is frustrating. The Big Sneeze, Precious Achua at six. Johnny Isaac at five, who I do think will play on Wednesday. Bumbers at one. So people haven't rushed to grab him, but there is clear stream value now for 14 teams. Clear. George Niang at one. Yeah, look, obviously not going to blow us away, but something interesting marginally. And then even though Drew Eubanks has stuffed up the last two games, I expect Nurkic back, but Eubanks will play 18 minutes, I'm guessing. I don't think Metu was taking over from me. Although, you never know. Um, but Eubanks is at least worth a look in that scenario. And the last thing we look at is the Yahoo Points League streamers, 45% rostered or below. Grayson Allen, Dante Exum, Derek Jones, Paul Reed, Eric Gordon, and lastly, Josh, the hitman, Hart. And that'll bring us to the end of this look ahead for Wednesday's action across the NBA. Don't forget to be a double banger. Hit the subscribe button here on the video side, the notification bell, leave your thumbs up, and drop your comments down below. What color is this shirt? Is it aqua or is it turquoise? Or have you got another name for it? Aquamarine, maybe. Seafoam. What color do you think it is? How good's the color correction on your monitor? All those things that don't matter at all. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.